0: the best things in life are free
1: self-work is required to give yourself to someone that's how marriage happens
0: two people bringing their best and worst qualities to the table and mixing it all up to make one big healthy unit
1: there will be ups and downs teachable moments and blessings that come from it
0: but the most important thing to remember is you're in it for eternity and hard work is necessary for longevity my name is Brittany.
1: my name is wallace and,
0: and this is, is the, the primary podcast, podcast. pull it up on somebody's phone too. I forgot.
1: You gotta start talking.
0: I know. Um, can you pull the Facebook up on your phone too? So I can look at the is comments and stuff. Facebook? Hello everyone. Uh, thanks for joining us. This is, uh, episode 19.
1: GP19. Yep.
0: And we are live on Father's Day. Uh, right there. On this one. <laughs> okay. Okay. You sure? I can't. I don't see any you. I right. wanna make sure this is the right Yeah,
1: it's live.
0: Fox 5. Is it um okay. So yes yeah, it's this Father's Day episode episode nineteen. <laughs> we didn't quite make it to episode twenty, but it's okay. Because, you know, we are proud of our accomplishments so far. So um yeah, we're here with a live episode with you guys and we have my dad, Darren Hello, Kobe everybody. here. So yeah.
1: Yeah, what's going on? Happy Father's Day happy again, Mr. Darren. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> I want to give a special, you know, happy Father's Day to my father, too, who couldn't make it this year. Uh passed away last year, so rest in heaven, pops, enjoy your time, you know, hopefully you're shining down, proud, happy. All right, so let's get right into it.
0: Uh, Yeah, let's see. So we have some questions here. We're going to start by interviewing and um, yeah, before we go into, I want to also say, you know, rest in peace to my father-in-law, you know, I know he would like to be here uh, Mm -hmm. with us and be sitting at this table, chit-chatting about life, you know, Mm -hmm. so yeah, definitely. And you know, my dad has what, four girls and one boy and how does it feel to have four girls and one boy, like so many kids?
2: (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, it's not that, it's. I mean, I'm okay with it. I've always been okay with it. Uh, <clears throat> I don't have problem with kids, period. So mm-hmm. being that they're my own kids, is really a blessing, actually. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, those are the ones that <clears throat> are going to look out for me. So I try right. to do my best to give them an example of that.
0: Right. <clears throat> well, you're doing a good job, so definitely. <laughs> Shoe, like that's a lot of kids, so that's a blessing, though. But you did good because, I don't know, five kids, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what did you do to deserve four girls? I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that, I'm just saying. <clears throat> oh, Lord,
2: you can you can speculate and think what you want, so right.
0: And, so, a lot of people don't know, um, you know, I remember one episode that we did, what me and Tone did, I did talk about my dad just a little bit, but I said that we were going to go into detail one day about it. So, um, me and my dad's story is very unique, so I think, you know, for a great, you know, Father's day, for Father's Day, a great episode, mainly we'll be talking about, you know, how we met and everything. So, um, how did you find out, how did you feel when, my mom, when you found out my mom was pregnant, and how old were you?
2: I believe I was 21, Mm -hmm. 21, 22, 21 going on 22.
0: Okay.
2: Um, I mean, it wasn't a shock because of course, you know, things happen, babies happen when you're doing things. So (laughs) anything was possible. Um, but when I found out, I, you know, I, I, I probably thought more about the child than I thought about the woman carrying my child. Right. Um, but I still was trying to do what was right but you know I I'm, I'm 21 so I don't really even know what's right mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> but um you know it 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 was okay for a while but then you know for whatever reason you know we 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 grew apart and I lost contact with him so right. so when that happened to be honest with you um you know, you can see I'm starting to smile because I'm like, okay, I'm 21, I'm back with right. no children again, right? <laughs> so, all them things that I'm thinking that I'm preparing myself for, I can just let it go now. Right. So, I mean, <clears throat> I guess I felt that way because I was 21.
0: Right. You know, so. And y'all lost contact after she told you that you weren't the father, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. I could imagine a, a mixed emotions at that age. You know, it's like, well, I was happy, but hey, I'm 21. Yeah, so I'm 21. I mean, still, not? yeah, that's my life. <laughs> and it's not like you abandoned me because you didn't know. You know, it's not your fault, you know. It might not have been her fault either. Who knows what was going on? It just everybody was young and just making decisions.
2: Yeah.
0: And, you know, years go by, and then you have Damon and Deshaun. And how was it raising Deshaun?
2: Um, it wasn't a problem. I mean... I, I tell this story like <clears throat> um, there was times when you know I was I was I would keep her like for the day for a couple days or a few days or whatever. Her mother would go to work,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> and I would get up to see, see her mother out the door, and then make sure that Deshaun was okay, and then I would get back in the bed, and I would fall asleep, and I would open my eyes, and she'd be at the crib when she see my eyes open she would just be excited jumping around so then I would get up and get
0: her yeah, yeah. but
2: she never cried she never you know I don't know how long she was up right? right. I don't know how long she was there watching me but she didn't bother me like mm-hmm. that we got up I got her dressed got her something to eat and then we went on about our day but yeah those those were those type of days Right. I didn't, I didn't have issues issues uh I mean <clears throat> I only want to say that you know Girls are funny with it because when they really young and they babies, they can't get enough of daddy. Yeah. And then after a certain age, it's like you know, the 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 boys in school are cooler than daddy now. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Oh so, yeah. So so dad dad dad's either a square or dad don't understand or dad's ugly and dad's this. Mm. And deep down inside, I know they love. I know they still care a whole lot. Yeah. But those are the emotions and the feelings that. Young ladies go through, and to me it wasn't hard because I understood it. I understood I'm not a I'm not a female, uh, you know. I don't have those female emotions. Yeah. But by having daughters, I had to tap into something. I had to learn something so that you know I wouldn't be a, a, a void to her. Like that, there, there's things that I can't say. I'm tongue tied or I don't know. You know. Yeah. I try to make sure that no matter what it is. Um, that I could have some kind of answer for because they say that uh, dads are the uh, uh, little girl's first love. So I just had to make sure that <clears throat> she knew that it was genuine. Yeah. That it wasn't, you know, it wasn't fake. You know that that there's anything and everything you can come talk to me about because that's what I'm that's what I'm supposed to do
0: yeah you definitely didn't like none of my boyfriends though but <laughs> but one thing about him is that even with deshaun like you know he would not might not like them but he will respect them for the most part and you know until he has a reason not to because we like the the person but he didn't stand none of them like <laughs> at all so i thought that was funny but I, I respect that though another thing he used to tell me is i remember at one point like you know, I wouldn't come home and he'd be like, where you been? And I wouldn't say, you know, I, would, I wouldn't tell him where I've been or whatever, make some something up or whatever. And he'd be like, you know what, you know, when you don't bring a guy home to see me, then he don't know that you have somebody that's going to take care of you, that's going to protect you, so then they can do whatever they want to. So you bring a guy home, they know they can't mess with you. And I was like, oh, okay. Whatever happens outside of the house, you say, whatever ha- um uh, what, I, what did you say? I, what I don't know, I can assume or something like that. So when I wouldn't tell you things, you'd be like, you know, I can right. only assume what was going on out there. Right. So you always did, like, try to come from a father's point of view versus, like, I'm upset, like, angry with my child because they're making these stupid decisions. Like, I've made a lot. So, And he was there for me even when I knew he was upset with me. Well, so can I, I can say, say something that. on what you just said? Yeah.
2: And that I think that uh, people should really understand is that... <clears throat> You know, I'm 54 years old, right? I have every right to say that young people are this, young people are that. Uh, and I have I have said that. Yeah. I have said that things are different now and this and that and that and this. But one thing that I think us, as we get older, what well, we forget is that we were kids once too, right? We gave our parents problems just like our kids give us problems. We did some of the same things that kids do today. So when you have a child, you can't look at that child and say, this child is bad. Look at this child and say, what did I do?
1: Hmm. Hmm. I what like did that. I do? What did Full I do? thought.
2: Okay? Yeah. And how did I like this and that when it came to me? Or how did I like this or that when when somebody said something to me or did something to me? So <clears throat> if you take that approach with the child, like I was telling Tone outside, you know, it's about, okay... Giving that child respect, okay? And when that child's a baby, it's your your job to take care of that child, to nurture that child, to feed that child, to clothe that child, to teach that child, you know? So it doesn't stop after they become a baby. When they start wanting this independence and running around and doing things, that's not when you stop. That's when you actually do more, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: okay? Because when they were a baby, they only went in the house. When they grow up, they're going out the house and they're going everywhere. They think they can. So it's even more important, you know, to, to, to give them some space and respect so that they can make mistakes because if you keep them in the house and they never know what's going on outside, that's already a mistake. That's the biggest mistake hmm. because when they go outside, they don't know anything. And yeah. anybody can say anything. So so you've got to give them the respect, appreciation, and you also have to give them enough line to where they feel some freedom. And when they feel that freedom and understand where it's coming from with love, then they have a better tendency to do the things that you want them to do. Right. <clears throat> when you force things on them or you don't give them bound uh, boundaries, ground rules, and stuff like that, then that's when you end up having a problem. And I think a lot of parents want to do that when they're 12 and 14 years old. You need to do that as a baby. You tell them, "Don't touch this; it's hot." You tell them, "Don't do that," because, and then you just keep building from there, because they look at you. They mm. look at you for advice. You know, when when things, you know, it could be a cookie on the table. They'll turn around and look at you. If you nod, they're <laughs> going like for that it. cookie. Okay, mm. right? <laughs> if you if you look at them and you give them that look, they'll yeah. stop. Yeah. So they're always looking to learn.
0: Yeah. And
2: we have to continue to teach them. It it, it doesn't stop. Like I said, it doesn't stop when they're baby. It continues on. It even continues on at your age.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, you raised Damon, and how was that?
2: I mean, it's the same thing. I, had, I never had, <clears throat> you know, the one thing that I can say is being a parent, I haven't, my, my children haven't given me any problems. You know, I gave my mother <clears throat> more problems than she deserved.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: And um, my children haven't done that. They haven't turned on me. I'm not saying that I turned on my mother, but, <laughs> you know, some of the things that she had to endure, she shouldn't have had to endure. And, I mean, coming from me or any of my kids, but we specifically talking about me. Yeah. And, and, and you know, so when I look at my kids, and, and to be honest with you, when I look at y'all, I mostly the time look at y'all as kids. I don't look at y'all as adults. When, when I think about y'all, and it's like every day, The thoughts that come up in my mind is always being a kid. It's never being an adult. And that keeps y'all fresh in my mind and it keeps me uh, grounded on where I'm I'm at with y'all. You see what I'm saying? Because y'all will always be my children no matter how adult you get. You know, and then I have to look at y'all like that, but I also have to respect the people that you that y'all are. So it keeps me by thinking about that with what y'all deal with and I know y'all deal with when I think of that it makes me smile and then y'all my children again. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I think when I think in that in that term. So <clears throat> you know, like I say, I haven't I haven't had any problems. I mean, of course, growing pains, so you know, he's he grew up to be a man. Yeah. You know, he had some issues with the you know, like every Young man has, mm. you know, but even even with that, <clears throat> I could say that that was a whole lot better. That if he had been more like me, it's a whole lot better, you know. So I haven't had any issues with with Damon, um, in, any of my girls, um. So again, I've been blessed, you know. I mean, <clears throat> he's he's always been respectful and and caring. So yeah, I mean, I haven't had any problems
0: with. Okay, cool. Well, got two kids checked out as good kids. Like, it's like you said, all of us. I'm just messing. But then, but then, you know, then the twins came. And when you found out about the twins, were you like, holy crap, two more? Or were you like, oh, this is exciting?
2: Um, I had just a whole bunch of mixed emotions. It mm-hmm. was You know, it, it it really, in that situation, it happened at a real bad time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um. The way that it, it ended up, you know, it was very hard, you know, to, to go through that and, and to deal with it, mm-hmm. even to know it. And then for a while there, <clears throat> nobody knew. So that was another thing that I was carrying around. And during that time is when I met you. So some of the things that happened with you and me had something to do with what, you know, what I had done. So, <clears throat> I mean, when they were here, I was excited, you know. That they were you know that they were here and um you know i definitely wanted to be in their life the same way that i always try to be in y'all's lives so um it was a, it was a mixed emotions it was <clears throat> like i say, it was hard in the beginning um but you know we we persevered through it i mean even the twins you know? yeah so
0: mm-hmm. yeah and then some time went by and then you found out I existed. Like I like resurfaced. <laughs> yeah. And tell us about was, how you found I out. Thin it, really. Yeah, I literally did. You I never did too, seen kinda. I've never seen you, so
2: <laughs> Well, I mean the funny thing about that is the story about that is just, you know, we could probably do a whole podcast on just that just alone. Just that alone, right? right? Yeah. Because uh I mean, uh, I heard first that uh that your mother had this little girl that looked like me mm-hmm. um, uh, to uh, um, um, your mother wants to get in touch with me to kiss um, her number, right? I mean, over a span of, I don't know, 13 years maybe.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. You just kept hearing about me. I kept.
2: Yeah. And things were popping up and then I had questions, but I never had any really concrete answers. I didn't know where your mother lived at. I didn't have no number for. Um, And then even though I said, yeah, that could be a possibility. Remember, I was 21. And then she said, that's not your child. So My mindset wasn't even tripping on. You know, that whole, in between right. that whole time. It's like it she did, told
0: me it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, and
2: when it did come mm-hmm. up, you know, so my sister told me first. And my sister was telling me, like, boy, you better do. And I'm like, what am going to do? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: You know what I'm going to do? I, you know, I can't run around chasing a ghost. I don't know where she stay at. I don't know her family. I don't know none of her people. So, it was coming at me like I should do something, but I don't know what you to know do. You don't know what to do. You know,
0: Yeah, I remember those times, like, she was like, yeah, you want to know, you want to find your dad? And I was like, yeah. You know, young, confused, I was, I don't even know if I was sad or excited, I just was like, okay. Like, I literally didn't comprehend everything properly, I was just like, that's cool, it seems cool, let's do it, you know. And then I found out I had twins, sisters, and I was, I felt like I was just so happy, like, twins? Like, just the fact of, just being twins, it was just like, couldn't (laughs) wrap my mind around it, it was like, that's awesome. But yeah, it was, um... It was a very interesting time, a little bit of anxiety once you fin- when I finally met you. But um, yeah, I definitely remember the time when she asked me, do I want to find you? And then she went through some things, and she talked to a teacher that she worked with, and she happened to go to um, Jeho- uh, Kingdom Hall, and it was just all came together, like within the snap of a finger.
2: Yeah, so I had several people talk to me, because like I said, uh, my brother-in-law, My sister, my brother-in-law seen you as a baby on a bus and said, I seen Tanya, and she got big hands like you. She looked like you, this and that. Then my sister said, I seen um, Tanya, and I seen a baby, and she looked just like you. And um, my mother said something. And now all three of these people, and then it was a fourth person, my Mm -hmm. aunt. That's it. All no. family members. So, so it was just. It was. It was like. <laughs> it was yeah. It wasn't like the same person telling me. Right. where I could say, for real, for real, for real. Yeah. Right. It was different people telling me. So even though in my mind I'm saying for real, I'm not saying for real as in follow up, because it's three. It's, it was at this point it's three different people. Now when my aunt called me, she doesn't call me for just anything. When she right. called me and told me that, I was like, okay. And she texted me the number. And then that's when I called your mother, you know. And then um, me and my wife, Donna, went over there to to your mother's house to meet you. And, um, I mean, I could tell in a way that you look like me and you look like my mother and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. It was it was a lot of things. Like I said, I still I don't think anybody knew about the twins at the time. So it was a lot of things going through my mind. A whole bunch of different feelings and emotions and just... You know, to know that you've been out there, and and, you know, I don't know. It was, I was, I was like you're my daughter. And at this, at the moment, even when I saw you, at the moment, I was still in dad mode Hmm. when I seen you. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it, it was like. I really wanted to make sure oh, that you were safe.
0: I remember. You know,
2: I just really wanted to. I mean, even when I chase. first met you, I yeah, just wanted to make sure that, yeah. that you were safe. You yeah. know, and you know, I you to you know, your mother you know told me that everything was good and this and that. And I'm a person that always give people the benefit of the doubt. I can't. <clears throat> my energy isn't used to doubt you. Mm. My energy is preserved to believe what you say. And then it's much easier to say you're a liar.
0: <laughs> yeah. After the
2: fact, I haven't used up any energy, right? To to say, oh, no, nah, you ain't you you wrong, you you this and that. No, nah, I believe you. I trust what you say because you said it.
0: Yeah, it was a lot, but um, yeah, we're here though, and it's crazy because my uncle Kevin lived in the neighborhood and he lived downhill though, so it, it was no reason for you to ever come up to where I lived.
2: So no because the basketball court was up there and the thing about it is that I played basketball but I hardly ever went up to that court. If I had went up to that court, oh, wow. I sure I'm very sure I would have seen you cuz you would have mm. been running out there. Yeah. You I mean, okay. I would have seen you. But I wouldn't have paid attention to you, so that doesn't mean that we still would have met. Right, but
0: it was. But
2: the possibility of that happening mm-hmm. and us meeting would have been greater than just me staying down in the in the little cut. With, yeah, in the with, cul-de-sac, cause <clears throat> Right.
0: I, I wasn't allowed to go down there a lot just because by myself, which I right. understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, but as I got older, I would go down there all the time. I think I got, when I, once I got older, at, Uncle Kevin had already moved right, and you know, all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Cause I used to be out there all the time. And when I went to, 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 to see your mother, to see you at your mother's house, I was like, you know, this is incredible. <laughs> like, She's been here the whole this, time. This, this is, you know, yeah. this is some kind of incredible. I can't even believe this. So, yeah. um, and then, um, Kevin had told me that he, he knew who Earl was. They, they. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't know him as in know him. He didn't know his name, or anything. But Kevin had, had been up him. on the court and they had played basketball, and <clears throat> you know he kind of knew him from the neighborhood. So I didn't really know who Earl was. I wouldn't have known him if I seen him. Yeah. But if your mother had to came out the house,
0: then I would have. No, who that was? That's yep. very interesting.
1: All right. Well, I got a question. Boom. Tones in the building. Out of all your children. Which gave you the biggest headache? I mean, really, none
2: of them. I mean, I can you know any any parent can point to certain times, but overall, I don't have any. I have never had to take any Tylenol or anything (laughs) deal with my kids or drink or do nothing. That's good to
0: know, Dad. Because I've never I've never really raised my voice at my
2: kids. I have a few times, but I've never raised it to the point of anger. It's been um, to make a point. If I had got loud, you know, uh, but I've never yelled at them or anything like that. I mean, <clears throat> I've never really had a reason to to feel like any of my kids gave me a hard time.
1: That's
2: what's
0: up. And in the beginning, when we first started to get to know each other, I felt like it was like a lot of push, push and pull for us for a while.
2: Well, come to think of it, I could say that Brittany gave me a hard time. <laughs> <For us to> <laughs> <see>. <laughs> You know, but I can't really say that that was her fault. Yeah. You know, I don't think that that was malicious or anything to spite me or do anything like that. Because I can remember the one time we had an encounter. I won't go into the whole details, But I asked her, why do you listen to me? And she said that you're my dad. And I'm like, i only known you for like three months. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't... So... <clears throat> I can't fault her for yeah. the things that she did and say that she did this to, you know, against me or, you know, used anything against me. She was just confused and young at the time, so...
0: Yeah, I was just about know. to say that, confused and young. Like, confused more so. Yeah, I was I was a little bit rebellious because I was confused. Like, from even now, like, I... Things have to click, and he always gets on me about this. Things have to click for me to... To under to like follow it, so like say if three people tell me some the same thing, and I listen to the third person. He's like, I'm glad that you had to listen to that person to, to hear me. So like yeah. if it doesn't click and it's not personal, it's like if it doesn't click even at that age, I just can't follow. Like I follow my heart myself, you know what I mean? I can't understand it. Like okay, you just got here and you're trying to tell me what to do, but you went in dad mode. But as me being like, I don't know him like that. So rebel, I'm a rebel if, completely. Um, so that's kind of how it was for me. And then I remember when I finally moved in with you, I was still like pushing limits, you know, with you, but you know, that was like you said, I, it wasn't malicious. I feel like I just needed to, I just didn't know how to navigate. I actually never lived in a, a family, a health, I should say a healthy family home, like with two parents and like everything's normal, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I was just like ready to do the opposite because that's all I knew. So I was like, you know, running from it in a sense. And it took for me to be on, out the house for me to really see. I think once I left the house, we really got our relationship got a lot stronger. Because I feel like I was able to see things from your point of view more. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that comes with maturity or what. But yeah, it was a lot of push and pull, you know. But things happen for a reason. And I do, you know, I do believe that. You know things could have been different but at the same time if it was different then we wouldn't be here
2: i mean you know it's it's uh it's always you can always look back on it and and see some certain things that you didn't see at the time but um, the one thing that i did know was that um you know um you, you you uh you definitely had some some things going on with you and that was one of the reasons why I was patient with you. I mean, I probably would have been patient regardless.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe I would have had to dealt with things differently if it was more like, uh, that I seen it more as rebellion. I didn't really see it as rebellion. I seen it as more or less a cry for help, Mm, Yeah. you know? Hmm. So, so it wasn't, it wasn't as though I was looking at you like, you know, um, You need to get up out of here Or you need to do this and this and that Because even when I sat down and talked to you I told you that if I can't help you We'll try to find somebody that can So even at that point I even knew that it wasn't Anything that you was trying to do Purposely or that that you even probably recognized some of the things that you were doing because you was on kind of like autopilot, oh, pilot, like you yep. were saying. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you was just doing things that you were normally used to. Mm-hmm. And it was okay because nobody really saw it or paid attention nobody to it. Nobody checked it, ever. But when you got people around you that can see it, mm-hmm. you know, and then <clears throat> with me, you know, um, it doesn't really take me long. I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say that I can read somebody and then I know everything about them, but I can read them to know enough. You know, I don't need to go into a whole bunch of details, but the, but the, what I expect and what I want around me and what I want my kids to be, I can I can judge from that. Yeah. Even from, you know, so you bring a boyfriend in, you know, and he sits down and talks to me and I ask him certain questions. He asked those, answer those questions, and by answering those questions, and I can't tell you what the questions would be. I would have to see him, meet him, you know, I'd see him physically, and then I could ask him those questions because body language, the way you answer it, you know, all kind of different things. Not saying that you're lying, but there could be some deceit. There could be uh, even the truth that isn't good, right? I mean, sometimes, sometimes they can be honest and be straight up with you and then you're like yeah okay I see where this is going <laughs> yeah you know so
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know it's is is uh it's not that hard for me to see certain things and that's what I was telling you when you know even when you was messing with Ryan that you will see yeah okay you will see it's not you know I don't have to continue to chase you because I see where this is going right yeah and the more I chase the further you run so I'm gonna stop the race and you're gonna <laughs> get tired okay and then you're going to come to me. And I know you are. I
0: already, and I did. I got tired. <laughs> I know you are.
2: So, <laughs> I you know, it's not day. it's not up to me yeah. to continue to do this because you need to get your headspace right. Yeah. You know? And, and so that, like, again, that in lies who, you know, you, you bring to me as a date. You know? So you bring to me as a date. And, you know, I won't say into his face that he ain't nothing. I won't say it. I won't say it in his face, like to Let's you. So we're sitting here, and I won't pull you up and embarrass him and you, and you know.
1: Yeah. But I'm gonna
2: pull you to the side as he's walking out the door. As y'all gonna leave, you you gonna lag behind because you're gonna say bye to me. Right. And I'm gonna tell you at that point. Oh yeah. So it's your decision now. It's not that I embarrassed him so he can say, "No, you're dead wrong." I'm gonna be this. Some gonna... no, you need to be that on your own. You don't need for me to say something about you for you to all of a sudden click.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: see what I'm saying? So I will only say it to y'all to let you know. And it, it, it's not that all your boyfriends were bad, but I'm a man. Okay? They're I'm a all man, bad. and I used to be a boy. <laughs> all I used to be, I used to yeah, be that, that guy. So is, why, why would I feel comfortable saying this dude's cool, and you date my daughter. As long as you date my daughter, you ain't never going to be cool to me. And <laughs> yeah. you ain't saks, never going to be cool because I already know what's up with you. You have to prove to her and not to me. But when I talk to her and she says things about you, it needs to be those things that I say, all right, well, maybe he all right. It's not me. I don't need to give you feedback on this dude. Why? You're not
0: dating him. Because if
2: I give you feedback on him, that means something wrong. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm glad that you, that, you know, you accept Tone after some time. You know, like well, we I got tonight. no other choice. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that kind ama- of guy, and what he's amazing. I
0: well, I I,
2: I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna let Tone have
2: that. But <laughs> I mean, you married him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What can I say? Y'all yeah. ain't, y'all ain't tracking up boyfriend and girlfriend. I can't come over here and say he need to leave.
0: Right. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah. I only control things that I can uh, control. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, you I have understand. a life,
2: you have a life of your own. You make decisions on your own. You know, you you the one thing that I just want to say about that is that if you go out to the club and you mm-hmm. hang out and then you go out and you come home on a regular basis, a regular basis all the time. Am I supposed to sit up and worry about you every night
1: you that shouldn't. you go
2: out because it's like, hold up. You gone, and sometimes you come in at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm not saying you per se. I'm I, just saying I in will, general. I like that. <laughs> and sometimes you don't even come home, but then you pop up. So am I supposed to sit up every weekend, every Friday or Saturday night, wondering where you are, blowing your phone up, this and that? You've, you've shown me.
0: This is what you
2: do. That That's what you do. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's not up to me to be arguing it down and fussing it down. Now, what I can say is that, you know you should slow down and not do it so much and not put your body and your mind through through certain things you know and not find yourself vulnerable sometimes to certain situations because it can't happen but it ain't up to me to say stop doing it you know and give you some kind of uh horror story about things that happen to girls you know and all that type of stuff and even boys you know so i i, I you know i let you kind of do what you do And then you figure it out, you know, it's like you, you not hurt nobody. You're not hurting yourself. There's, there's, there's things that I can ask you to respect and critique. Right. But I can't overall just tell you stop doing everything and stop doing this and that because you're going to do it anyway. Yeah. So you have to have, you have to give the leniency on it. So that people can figure it out for themselves, because there's gonna come a day when I ain't gonna be here. So you gonna have to learn and know. You know, it's your life. Your life is not gonna pick up from there. Your life is already picked up. You're, you're already doing it. And 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 when I'm gone, then you're gonna continue doing it and passing it on. Yeah. So that's that's all it is. You know, that's just wanna make sure. I've always wanted to make sure, especially my girls were straight. Because I would never want to leave this earth and know that, you know, they not quite where they should be at. You know, with you, I don't worry about. I don't want to word this wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I should have just said it and just, just. But anyway, <laughs> I don't worry about you like that, right? Because I've pretty much given you the tone. Yeah. It's Tom's job to worry about you like that, not yeah. me, at this point. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I think I even told him, don't call me. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's facts. <But>, right. That's facts. <laughs> right. right.
1: That's
2: funny. So, because, I mean, she's yours now. You know, it's not... Figure it it's, out. it's not up to me now <laughs> <laughs> if he has questions, if there's concerns, if something's going on, of course, mm-hmm. you know, he's to get in touch with me. But y'all's life is y'all's life, and that's what y'all do with it. You know? Um, I only want to part in it when... My grandson come and that's it. Yeah. One
0: day. You know, I'll, one
2: I'll, day. I'll look for i look for I'll look for my grandbaby and <laughs> that'll be more of my concern than either one of y'all. Right.
1: And I'll tell my grandbaby
0: <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well Overall, what would you give? It, what advice would you give to someone who, um, like say in this, they've had like a similar situation to ours? I feel like our relation, our situation is unique. You know, you know, I just popped up out of nowhere. And how would you say that they can handle? How they, how should they should handle? I guess trying to like getting good with the child or like you know build a relationship. Getting good with the child. Or just like build a relationship with the child.
2: I mean, one of the things is that you have to have some kind of base. And what I mean by base is you have to you have to stand and feel for something like um, you can't go to a person and and don't have some kind of foundation on which you can have a dialogue with them. Right. So so you can strike up any kind of conversation, but are you solid enough to continue it? So conversations usually go from one thing to another, to another, to another. So, you can talk about this, but can you talk about that? Can you talk about that? So, you can start a conversation, but can you can you finish it? If it moves, where are you at? Are you silent now? Are you gone? Yeah. You embarrassed? You this, you that? You know? So, I think, first of all, with that foundation, what you do is you... you so, with me, I kind of study people. So, I don't really say a whole lot in the beginning. So, even with me and you, when we met, I asked some questions. But I asked those questions that I could get the reaction that I wanted to see, right? So so that was that's where I started with my foundation. Okay, this is my daughter I see her, she does look like me. You know, I just want to know a little bit about her and then I want to kind of always get this reaction and see the body language and see what you see how you reacting to it. And then you can carry it from there because that type of stuff can give you an avenue to start another type of conversation. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so be by being solid. So be by being solid. So I actually probably wasn't as solid as I should have been for you because in the in the beginning we weren't talking that much, and that is probably the difference that people should take that difference with. Right? Mm-hmm. If you have the opportunity to. in contact with that person then you take what I said that that solid foundation and then you continue to build off that with the first meeting feel what that person is like see you know like with you I could tell that you was nervous and this and that so from there I'm saying that this child isn't one of them child that run around and be Sucking their teeth and turning their head to adults. You, this child is respectful, right? It's because you're nervous. Yeah. I mean, children can still do that and still have those type of attitudes, but that's where the first set of questions come in. At that's the, where the first, you know, that first meeting comes from, and that you can kind of gauge. And then, um, and then from there, like I say, just continue to interact. You know, yeah. sometimes you don't even have to say nothing just by being there. You know, just by being there. If they call you, I mean, it's like you're excited that this this person called you. Like, you know, so that they can feel how excited you are. And then it's just it just builds. Yeah. Isn't, you can't start it off with, oh, well, we're going to have a great relationship. How do you know that?
0: Right. Hmm. I agree.
2: How do you know that? <clears throat> you know?
0: Yeah. I think for me, too, it took a lot of trusting with anybody for, you know, to just give uh, everything, to as far as, like, you know what I mean my comfortability. So yeah, you have a great point, especially as a kid um and and you like, oh, that's my dad like or that's my mom, whoever you're just meeting that's important to you or supposed to be important to you, I think it is uh important for you to you know make your cat child as comfortable as possible or you know what I mean with you. And so that like you said that solid foundation is actually
2: And 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 another thing is I said something about this earlier about we forget that adults forget that uh, uh, we, we were kids once. And in your situation that I'm, I'm knowing that I am the adult, right? Mm-hmm. I'm knowing that I am the adult. So by me knowing that and me, you know, um, having confidence in myself uh, and then also having the love for the child, this the trans, the transaction for me wasn't really that, you know, I think I told you once that and I don't know if I told you or Deshaun that I don't get uncomfortable, I make people uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I've heard so that so before.
2: so that that's kinda how I go in and Like like okay, I'ma listen to you and no matter what you I'm not gonna even show you if I'm disturbed, I'm still not gonna show you that I'm disturbed with it. Because if I do that, then this takes another turn and then we have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather deal with you first and then I can see where that, that may shock me or whatever, I can see where it come from, and then I can deal with it. So that's why I'm saying the foundation. Foundation of being an adult, that foundation of knowing who you are, the foundation of knowing what direction that you want this relationship to go with the child that you may have never met, you know? the understanding that that child may not have ever had respect in his life and may not ever know what it looks like, but then you bring it to them and you show it, show them what they look like. Now, all these things doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have a great relationship, but it's a that's the foundation of it. Mm-hmm. That's where you start, and then everything can grow from there. And when you're consistent with the child, I mean, I say... You don't have the wherewithal to pick that child up every week. If you don't have the wherewithal to be with that child every week, by you interacting with them, calling them on the phone, excited about the things that they do, uh, and even chastising them or getting on them about some of the things that they that they should have done or or the stuff that they could have gotten into, it's still can you still continuing to have that relationship and dialogue. So when you do see them, it's not like y'all you all trying to start over. Y'all been talking and y'all been interacting all this time. So when you do see the child, it isn't like, oh, we got to start over so everybody quiet.
1: Yeah.
2: Now I got to think of questions to ask you. So even if you can't always be there like that, it's still important to to talk to that child. And like I say, understand that that you're the adult. It's no need for you to be nervous, the adult to be nervous. When the kid is nervous, that's understandable. I understand that the adults can be nervous. I can understand you know, in certain ways, but by you doing that, <clears throat> um, I don't think that you get everything out of the child that you want. Mm-hmm. You know, because they won't. If if a child is in an unstable situation, the last thing they need is another person coming in at them. That's unstable. Mm,
0: right. How about that? That's true. Really. Well, so I don't know
2: if I answered the question or not.
0: But no, you did. I-
2: Patience, too. But a lot of patience. You got to... Mm-hmm. I mean, patience is abundance. Like, just um, uh, another thing, you know. I don't know how many of these things I got,
0: but... <laughs> <clears throat> well, you got I, a
2: bunch I, of kids, so you have a lot of knowledge. Uh, I, <laughs> I, um, I have a whole lot more patience for children, no matter whose children they are, than I have for an adult. And my reasoning is I've seen a whole lot of kids... And when I see the kids, I see that that kid doesn't even understand why he messing with me. He's just doing it because he a kid. But an adult, when they do it, <laughs> you're doing it for a reason. You're doing it for spite. You're doing it to mess with me. Children don't do that for 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 any other reason than just a misunderstanding. It's yeah. never anything that's spite. If a child can grow up to be eight years old and do stuff for spite, what kind of household they've been living in. Hmm. Right. You see, because they innocent. They basically always innocent. I don't even care if you got a twelve year old, and you say, "Oh, he did a man thing. He did this. He did. He didn't even understand the consequences of what the things he was doing." You know, I mean, do you understand what 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 this person has been learning over the last twelve years? Right. To put the children don't do that naturally. So. That's what it is. It's just patience. I mean, I just I just have patience for kids. I mean, I've I've been in situations where kids be tripping bad, but to me, I don't look at it like you doing this to hurt me. You ain't doing this for spite. You doing you may be doing it for attention. Yeah. You know. So I can try to figure out what the what you what kind of attention you need. I can sit down, sit you down. Even the rowdiest kid, I could probably sit him down and 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 talk to him because I know he. It's like. It's like putty, right? Yeah. Adults are already, they stay, they can't harden. Right. <laughs> you, can't, can't you can't mold them, mold them no
0: more. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So, um, we're going to go into um, you and your marriage because you, this is a relationship podcast as well. So, you have some, a little bit of experience, well, a lot of experience on that too. How long have you been married?
1: Um.
2: Thirty years, close to thirty years. I can't never give the specific day, time, but I know it's been thirty right. years. Thirty years. Yeah, it's been close to thirty years. That's I think it was eighty nine. I think we got married in eighty nine. Yeah. Thirty two. Two thousand.
0: Thirty two years. Twenty one years. Okay, I'm like, what is she? <laughs> Twenty one years. Okay, so. Oh, well, he was Okay, close. so that's what it is. Okay, 30 so that's years, seasons, been together. That's
2: why I can't never get it all the way straight. Yeah, because it's too, yeah, we've it's been too together too, for so much long. longer than we've been married, yeah. so, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's a long time. That's a lot of experience.
2: And look, I don't feel bad about that. I read around <laughs> too many men that, um, always say slick stuff when you can't remember, uh, how long you've been married or when you've been married or whatever the case may be. The most important thing is I remember it for her. I don't have to remember it for everybody else. Yeah.
0: Ain't that right. I <clears throat> oh, that's right. So I just want y'all
2: <laughs> men to stop all that madness with that. But <clears throat> so you don't know how long you've been married, jeez. Like Yeah, you don't need to you don't need to do that to, to, to a man just because and he that... can't tell you I mean it's he's not supposed to, I mean what is are you some kind of a uh a, a year year wedding been yeah. <laughs> wedding years knowing police or something? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: so anyway. Yeah.
1: Waiting years knowing police. Uh what is what is your secret to a successful marriage? I mean it's the same thing with with dealing with the kids, it's patience. I mean I mean,
2: you know, you have to have understanding and be caring and listening and all that. You know, it, I guess it's foundation, right? Like I was saying earlier, patience is your foundation. Your Because, you know, y'all know that there's disagreements, right? Yep. So so if one person's talking and the other person's talking, who's hearing? And then the appreciation of it all, see, these things go with patience, right? I mean, I'm still wrapping this around. I'm still uh, Piggy in a blanket, right, with the the hot dog being patience. I'm still wrapping all this stuff around patience, you know, because you have to be able to uh, let that person express themselves, and then you have to be willing to listen to that person's response, you know. And then it's always in the delivery. So if you're going to come at a person with some kind of attitude. And this is not marriage, this is just in general. Expect it to be, but come back, you know? And if that person don't come back to you, that person still have something inside of them, you know? So it will pop up again, somewhere down the line. So uh, patience is the number one thing. And then you, from patience, you can just deal with all the other stuff. And there's there's always gonna be times when you get upset and your patience is more thin. You're a human being mm-hmm. and those things are gonna happen. But it's how, it's how you deal. It's how you deal with. It's how you deal with the situation, you know, that that come up. And things come up all the time. They, it's never ever really always the same situation. It's just something else, you know. Yeah. It always comes up, you know. And um, forgiveness is, you know. I mean, you have to be able to forgive, and you know, <clears throat> you leave. You get in the argument. You leave. You think about what's going on. You come back, you apologize, you know, and you try to get things right. Cause the most important thing is your household. Yeah. That's your most important thing. You, if you, if you, your household in disarray and y'all arguing all the time, it ain't comfortable. And you ain't gonna want to come home. No. Yep. Yeah. You know. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes it takes a little bit to get these things worked out. Sometimes it takes a little bit to understand where you are in the relationship in terms of where you stand and how you should do this and how you should do that. But over time, you start to learn little things. You know what you should do and what you shouldn't do because the, you and your, your your wife or your husband y'all end up talking and things. You know, and then you try to accommodate those things. You know, and um, you know, not every man is a is a superhero. You know, some men uh the things that they can do they can do. You know, um, I think sometimes <clears throat> it gets to. Uh, in a situation where things are expected more and that person may not be able to emotionally give more or may not be able to monetarily give more or whatever the case may be, but that doesn't uh, mean that that person should be uh, pointed out for those things mm-hmm. all the time because then that can bring resentment, that can bring even more issues into the marriage. So. But on both sides it has to be understanding and like I say all that still revolves around patience. That, that patience mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because without the patience you don't recognize these things you don't see them because it's like this you're talking and yeah. then, you know so so it should be like this you know the waves that they show coming in mm-hmm. that should be like this while one staying still and again this is not just marriage it's period yeah. you know and then once them waves stop, them waves should come back with a response. Yeah, you know we are we are human beings, and we this is what we do. We communicate. All kind of animals communicate, but we the only one that vocalize, and can write, and can do all these things. So this is what we this is what it's for. You know, yes, I mean, sir. there was once a saying. Again, I got some more stuff. Right, <laughs> you got two ears and one mouth, so you're supposed to listen twice as much as you talk.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. That's real.
1: Food for
0: thought. So you listen you told me before I listen eighty percent of the time and talk twenty percent
2: of the time, is that how it went? I mean that 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 could be that could be uh, accurate percentage because I mean if you think about going somewhere that you've never been before, if you go up in there with eighty percent talking, somebody gonna point out whatever your flaws is and you're gonna have a bad night.
0: Yeah. That's true. Okay.
2: But if you go up in there with 80% silence, that means that you didn't observe everything and whoever you're talking to is the person that you should be talking to. Yeah,
0: that's true.
1: Indeed. Well, I had a question for you. So, see so you got on the Sixers gear for the yep, live yep, audience yep. watching. How yep. long have you been a Sixers fan? You know, Father's Day, we gotta go sports. <laughs> um, Since the early 70s. So what made you gravitate toward the Sixers other than... I mean well, my first love
2: is basketball i love basketball I, I mean I love football too. don't get me wrong they probably equal with that with 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 basketball having a half a notch above so mm-hmm. that i always, always love um i i do still like the wizards i do i mean my fault uh i was always a Bullets fan, I'm not just a Sixer fan, I'm a Bullets fan too and I say Bullets because that's how far I go back with it, okay I'm not a Wizards fan like you new people, you uh, know, new people are Wizards <laughs> fans, so I'm a Bullets fan okay, but anyway um, since the 70s, so my favorite player was Dr. J so it was a no brainer, I mean I, I have seen some ABA games um, but um, I didn't see him a lot in the ABA but when he came to the Sixers in the NBA, I mean, he was he was my man. So I've been a Sixers fan ever since. But I've also, I mean, I remember the 78, I think it was the 78 to 79 championship that the, the Bullets won. I remember that. The, the, the fat lady has sang, but
1: she ain't, she ain't sang since then, you know? Hey. So. Yeah. So what? A billion basketball teams. All of them can't win. Got to give it to the Lakers and the Celtics and most of the rings. Yeah. It's always out there. Yeah, and I
2: can't stand. I couldn't stand. I mean, I appreciate those players now, but I couldn't. I don't, still don't like the Celtics. I still don't like the Lakers. They got new players on that team. They don't have Magic and and, and Kareem and Bird and Parrish and, and McHale on those teams no more, but I still don't like them.
1: Indeed. Because they always, been, they always been rivals to the Sixers. Yeah, it's esports sports for you, right in a nutshell. You know, Bulls, Jordan always talked about it, running with the Pistons, all that stuff. The Rowdy Bunch, but um, I think we'll break this out for you. Go ahead and pull that up.
0: Sorry, the um, rapping is not the best.
1: It was Father's Day. Was gritty, rough, tough guys. Got your little we something. Want to
0: thank you for being on our podcast. Okay, y'all yeah.
2: wanna... give gifts to people that come on
1: your podcast. No, I'm this is a Father's I'm coming. Day.
0: every day. <laughs> <laughs> every,
1: and
2: for what Father's is this Day, just Oprah. This
1: oprah? <laughs> Look under your chair.
0: <laughs> and this is for Father's Day as well. In, it's
1: a Double thing. threat. <laughs> double uh, threat. So yeah, um, if we're we on a live episode, um, we apologize that everybody. Just, like I'm gonna show the audience. Not
2: everybody gets what, what what they what they gave me. And you know what? These look like some AIs.
1: That's exactly what they are. And
2: then, um, that's just so wonderful. <laughs> I remember having a conversation yeah, with you before. They, these are so wonderful. And I know you a shoe guy, so. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. So the like, green let laces,
0: let me handle
1: it. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the All green right. laces, you know, you don't got to keep them on <laughs> yeah, there. The yeah, black yeah, laces are tucked it. in the back. Yeah, y'all see what uh-huh. I'm still looking at. It, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's yeah. why I was like, yeah, this, this has to be gotten yeah. from my man because I, I, I know this it, is sir. something that. I've talked to him about before, maybe yeah. like a year or two ago. It may not be the exact colorway, but yeah, It
2: don't matter. They, yeah. they 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 don't uh, a- AI, so I'm, I'm always happy <laughs> with that. I told you I'm a Sixer fan, so you know, uh, even when guys have left, you know, a couple years ago. Not to get off subject, but a couple years ago, since we're on sports right now, um, my Sixers didn't make it too deep in the playoffs. I think they got knocked out in the first round. And then every playoff team had a six-a-draft pick. Mm. Every, I think it was only two out of the eight that were left. Two teams that didn't have at least one six-a-draft. I'm not talking about somebody that was on their team. I'm talking about somebody they drafted out of the draft. Wow. Yeah. So you think if they had kept all those players... With all those players being in the playoffs, I mean, that's just, some, that's just some stuff that us as guys think about sometimes. It doesn't mean anything. And I'm <laughs> the same
0: way in This football, is a meme so right I'm now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, mm, yeah. okay, I don't know. What you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all good, though. That's okay.
1: funny. But uh, We definitely want to especially thank you, you know, for coming on today. Once again, happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. I uh, hope you really were able to enjoy your experience and your time talking about you guys', you know, stories. And hope you enjoyed the gift or will enjoy the gift, should I say it? Should I got a uh, of the red and black Philly Sixers hats with it, but you know in due time. In due time. Uh you guys wanna add anything?
2: Yeah, I just wanna say one thing. So like um um I didn't know Brittany was dating this guy right here. This guy Tom, was sitting over to my left My daughter's left So, I mean, we met interestingly But I will have to say that um, The man was a gentleman He came back, you know He talked to me um, And I just want to say that The biggest thing to me is uh, It's how you respond to things You know, like Anybody can make a mistake But how do you respond to it? You know, I mean, it could have been an honest mistake, and I probably, probably was at the time, you know. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm always I'm in this protection daddy mode with my kids. So, you know, um, and it could have went wrong, and I wouldn't have said that it was my fault. So I think that uh, the recognition of, and I didn't mean to throw that last part in there, but the recognition that he had as being a man and when he came back to me and talked to me it, it, it gave him more points than he probably realized and i don't talk like
0: that about he don't
2: i, was about to <clears> say, so, fact, I appreciate that
0: <laughs>
2: so he's he's shown me that he's a solid guy and that's why i said earlier that i don't worry about
0: you yeah that's a huge compliment honey it really
1: is i'm i'm grateful thank you sir i do <laughs> appreciate that Yeah. okay
0: well that's a good way to end it huh yeah i mean I don't have anything to say except for thank you so much for listening. I'm very uh, blessed that you guys are here supporting. Like I said, it's episode 19. We didn't quite get to 20 yet, but it's okay because we still made it this far. And we have him here uh, with us. And I think it was good to be able to tell our story because I would have told it anyway on the podcast. But what better way to tell it than for both of us to, to tell it together? And I didn't mention how old I was either. I was uh like 11 when he came into my life. Um, I think we skipped over that part, but yeah, I was really young, so like it's it's a great father daughter story. So it and it's a true story. So hey, there you have it. Um, yeah. So
2: Hallmark, pick it up. Yes,
0: Hallmark, no, pick say. it up. And uh,
1: it's trademarked though, so make sure y'all send that bread first. Okay. Up.
0: Um Thank you for uh, watching. Like, comment, uh, share. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you next episode. Yeah. Love you man. guys. Love you. Bye. Once again. Oh yeah. To these
2: you gotta um. Yeah. Good y'all, guys. All right. High five. Ed. See, I didn't even bring up what I was gonna bring up, but but it's okay,
1: though.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can find us at anchor.fm, breaker.audio, Google Podcasts, Cast, radiopublic.com, and Spotify.
1: Also, check us out on our Facebook group page, The Proud Mary Podcast.